Please come with me to Matthew 16, and I'm going to be reading verses 13 to 15 in the New Living Translation. Matthew 16, verses 13 to 15 in the first instance in the New Living Translation. It is a scripture we have read severally, several times in this church, and I'm sure most of you are familiar with it. But for reason of bringing refreshing your memory, I'm going to read it to your hearing. Or let us read it together. One, two, three, go. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? 14. When they replied, Some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. Then Jesus took it to another level. He then asked them, follow me, but who do you say I am? Then, give me 16. Okay. Then Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, this morning I ask you to grant me utterance and grant the people understanding that as I speak, I speak as your oracle. I do not speak the sweet enticing words of men, but I will speak the words that will convict hearts today in the mighty name of Jesus. As you have given it to me, that I may be able to impart to your people in the, great, in the same measure. And that Lord, that every heart of stone in this auditorium or at home will become hearts of flesh in the name of Jesus. That you'll be able to receive this word and it will profit you and do you good in the name of Jesus. It will also do me good in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Etefia. Can you please clap for Jesus? I'm going to ask you to please be seated as we take an expedition this morning into the word of God. For emphasis, let me read that scripture again. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do men, who do people say that the son of man is? Well, they replied, some say you are John the Baptist, some say you are Elijah, and others say Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. Then he asked them, but who do you say I am? And Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. One of the greatest advancements or achievements of man is what you call face recognition technology. How many of you are familiar with face recognition technology? Now, what does that mean? It means that I can lock my phone and by simply looking at my phone, it will grant me access. I can enter a building, and some of you who work for a lot of multinationals will know what I'm talking about. You can get to the door of a building, and it will recognize your face, and the door will open. In fact, there is advancement now that in many countries, when you get there, they don't need to check your passport. All you need to do is go to a gate where the passport has been issued and your face 
has been stored. And if it finds your face, the gates to that city will open. Hallelujah. However, if your face is not in storage, if your face is not on the database, then you will have no access. May we have access in the name of Jesus. You are probably going to ask me, what has face what has face recognition technology got to do with the key, key scripture that we have today? Everything. And in a moment you are going to understand where I'm going. Many of us are working very hard but somehow the results do not match up to the efforts. Do I feel you this morning? Does anybody feel like me? I have worked so hard I can't even work any harder. But somehow, my results do not match my efforts. This day, you will find the key in the name of Jesus. You find yourself gifted in your trade, knowledgeable in your sector, recognized and in some instances celebrated. But somehow or the other, it just doesn't seem to come together. More often than not, I have discovered it has to do with recognition. What am I talking about this morning? It has to do with what? Recognition. Let me take it down. Simon Peter answered, and I'm going to take that same scripture. Now give me verse 17. Verse 17. He said, uh, okay. Then when Simon Peter answered him in verse 16. Verse 17, Jesus replied, You are blessed, Simon, son of John, because my Father in heaven has revealed this thing to you. You did not hear it from any human being. Now, because you did this thing, give me verse 18. Now, I said, because you recognize me for who I am, this is what will happen to you. Now, I say to you that you are Peter, which means the rock, and upon this rock, I will build my church, and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. Yeah. Verse 19, what did he say in verse 19? And I will give you what? The keys to what? He said, anything you bind, or how did he put it? He said, whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. And whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. All because somebody recognized who Jesus Christ was. The question, the issue is that people have not recognized you for what God has made you to be. The minute somebody recognizes you for who God has asked you to be, you will be what God has asked you to be. The fact that you are working so hard and the result is not coming is because somebody has not placed the value on your recognition. Let me take it a little bit further with you this morning. Hmm. There's one phase that we Nigerians use at the threat of a slight or disrespect. 
Do you know that phrase? Let me share it. What does it? What's that phrase? Do you know? Do you know? It is not a question, no. It is not a question. Don't make it a mistake. It's not a question. I am telling you that it's an information. Clap for please. It's an information. If only you knew who I am, you will not mess with me. If only you knew how loaded I am. If only you knew that my brother was the director of DSS, you will be careful with me. If only you knew the IG is a member of my church, you will respect me. So I am warning you ahead. I'm not asking you a question. I am passing information to you that you better know who I am. Ask your neighbor, do you know who I am? You are not asking properly. Say, talk something. Do you know? Do you know who I am? Choir, ask your neighbor. Say, do you know who? Do you really know who I am? Then, ask yourself, do I even know who I am? Do I know who I am? When Jesus said in verse 13, he said, Who do men say the Son of Man is? I did not answer the question himself. He had already answered the question, which means that Jesus first knew who he was. The reason that some of us are operating under power is first and foremost, we do not even know who we are. We do not know who we are in God. But let me, let me, let me take it again. I said here in my notes that the truth of the matter is for you to make exceptional progress in life. You must be recognized. If you are not recognized, you cannot do anything. The reason why some people are earning seven, ten figure salaries and some of us are struggling at some way, you find out is because the person who has a higher salary has been recognized for who and what she can bring to the table. As long as you are operating and there is no recognition, they will be struggling. May that not be our portion in the name of Jesus. May that not be our portion. Let me take a few texts to buttress what I'm going to say this morning. Biblical text. Follow me to Genesis 41, 37 to 40. Genesis 41. You all know this story. So let me just read. It said, Joseph's suggestions were what? Well received by Pharaoh and his officials. Your suggestions and ideas, have they been well received? Have they been well received? Some of us work in offices that we know that people that we are better than are in positions that are higher than us. Let's go on. 38. So Pharaoh asked his officials, can we find anyone else like this man so obviously filled with the spirit of God? Somebody say recognition. Say recognition. 
What did he say in 39? Give me 39. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has revealed the meaning of the dreams to you, clearly no one else is as intelligent or as wise as you are. Is that not recognition? This was a man that a few minutes ago was in prison. And what happened? Give me the end. 40, 39, yeah. You will be, yeah, leave it. You will be in charge of what? And all my people will take orders from you. Including Potiphar who put him in prison. Only I, sitting on my throne, will have a rank higher than you. Somebody say recognition. Follow me also this morning to Daniel 2, 46 to 49. Daniel 6, 42. I thought it was the citizens that prostrate for kings. Is that not right? Yes, if a king, I'm a Yoruba man, if a king entered this place, I will prostrate. I didn't know that the king can prostrate for the citizen. Why? It says in 46, the king Nebuchadnezzar, just in case you are not sure whether it is the same king, he put his name there. The king Nebuchadnezzar fell on his face and did what? Prostrate before Daniel. You are not clapping because you yourself, you don't even recognize what you are. Why did the king prostrate for a citizen? Let me tell you, Daniel was not even, he was a slave. He wasn't a citizen of that country. They had been brought from somewhere and yet he prostrated. It's like it's like the king, queen of England prostrating before an immigrant Nigerian or kneeling down to an immigrant Nigerian. Power as power, like you said. All he had to do, he had to do with what? Recognition. He recognized the value that Daniel brought to the table. If you are not satisfied with that, let me give you one more example. First Samuel 16 verses 11 to and 12. First Samuel 16 verses 11 and 12. And Samuel said to Jesse, are all the young men here? Then he said, there remains yet the youngest. And there he is keeping sheep, keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, Send and bring him forth, for we will not sit down till he comes here. I love the scripture. Give me 12. What did he say? So he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy with bright eyes and good looking. And what did the Lord say? Anoint him, for this is the one. The, sorry, I didn't tell you the, the title of my message is Divine Recognition. And I'm saying to you that the same way that David was recognized, you can be recognized. The same way David didn't do anything extra that day. Believe you me, you have worked hard enough. The only reason 
it's something is hiding your recognition. There's a veil covering the value that you can bring to the table. The recognition of the value that you can bring to the table. Let me quickly deal with this. There are three levels of recognition. One, self-recognition. Which is, know who you are and what you carry. We said a bit about that. And we've been, the man of God has been speaking on the subject of destiny and purpose. For you to achieve destiny and purpose, you must recognize who you are. You must recognize what you carry and what you bring to the table. In Philippians 3, I believe it's Philippians 4.13, and I'll read from the New Living Translation. It says, For I can do everything through Christ who gives me what? Strength. People of God, you have immense capacity and capability. Unbelievable capacity and capability. The truth of the matter is that we are not where we are because many of us are yet to activate our self-recognition. We are too afraid. We are too scared. We think that there are certain things that are not for us. When they are talking about those things, it's not for me. It is for other people. I don't preach messages of prosperity. But guess what? If the desire of your heart is to live in banana estate, if you walk according to the plan of God, you will live there. I'm not preaching prosperity. If you walk according to the plan of God, because he said he will give you the riches. Is banana estate part of the riches? It is now. Who created the earth? God. The earth and everything in it. It is too small for God. I'm not preaching prosperity. I'm just telling you that seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and every other thing will be added to it. Everything. Ask me. I'm a living testimony of a desire of my heart that I prayed to God and God gave me. Second, people's recognition. As it turned out, and I'm going to, as it turned out, God was with Joseph and things went well for him. I'm going to read to you. Give me Genesis 39. Yeah, two. As it turned out, God was with Joseph and things went very well for him. He ended up living in the home of his Egyptian master. Take it forward. Verse, his master did what? Oh my God. You, know, you, are, you are not with me this morning. His master did what? Imagine. Imagine. If somebody in authority recognized that God is with you. Imagine. For a moment, maybe the governor of Lagos State, maybe the president, maybe the secretary general of the United Nations, maybe the president of the African Development Bank. I don't know what. Let me tell you what. For you to prosper, a king must recognize you. 
For you to prosper, a king must recognize you. Because it is a king. God is not going to come down from heaven. Hello? For David to be king, there had to be a Samuel. For Joseph to be prime minister, there had to be a Pharaoh. So, people must recognize. And concerning Joseph, the Bible tells us that his master recognized that God was with him. It is essentially important. My final, the three recognition was the first one, self-recognition. Second one, people recognition. And the third one, God recognition. In Matthew 3, 16 to 17. Matthew 3, 16 to 17. When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water and behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. What, and, and suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. People of God this morning, when you carry this level, three levels of recognition, life will automatically work for you. Everything you touch will turn to gold. Everything will work in your favor. Even your mistakes will work in your favor. How come that David had a son from a woman, he killed a husband, and then the son turned out to be the wisest ruler and the richest ruler of all times. He says, of the one before and of the one to come, none will be richer than Solomon. Even David's mistake worked out for him. Why? He enjoyed the recognition of God. Let's, for one minute, flip the coin. If you are not recognized, what are you? I looked for the word in the Bible. And the word that came to me was obscure. O-B-S-C-U-R-E. And what does obscure mean? It means to be undiscovered. To be unknown. To be unclear. Not clearly expressed. Easily misunderstood. He says kept or seen. Concealed or veiled. And many of us are operating behind a veil. That's why our value has not been brought. As I speak, the realization is hitting many of us. There's a destiny that you carry in business, in marriage, in whatever you're doing. But somehow or the other, like I said, is not coming together. Someone has failed to recognize you for what you really are and what you bring to the table. I'll give you a little example. How many of us has this thing happened to? You go somewhere and you mention your name. And somebody knows maybe your father. Has that ever happened to you before? What happens? 
What happens? The door opens. He said, my name is, he said, which aside is yours? Are you the son of? He said, your father was a great man. What do you want? I will give everything that you want to you. Why? Instant recognition. So you're going to ask me today. Let me say something. I'll read one scripture to you. Or before I read the scripture. There's a difference between favor, luck, and recognition. Luck, we don't discuss in the gospel. We don't talk about luck in there. We talk about what? Favor. And favor is unmerited grace. But as good as favor is, recognition is better. Because favor may be seasonal, but recognition is constant. Because everywhere Christ went, he said, son of man, son of David. He had nothing to do with favor. He had to do with recognition. My prayer is that we will all be recognized in the name of Jesus. Let me show you my last scripture today. It's found in 2 Corinthians 3, 16 to 18. If you have been operating in an obscure manner, if you have been, if you have been unrecognized so far, I want to assure you that today it is broken in your life in the name of Jesus. If you have been operating in some form of obscurity, from this day, your recognition will begin to happen in the name of Jesus. As you step out of this auditorium, and to those who are listening at home, as you embark on the next thing, your recognition will be fast and furious in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Why do I say so? Because 2 Corinthians 3.16 says to me, but whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. I thought somebody would shout hallelujah. Let me read it to you again. Go back, go back. Go back, go back. 16, 16. It says, for whenever someone turns to the Lord, every veil that is covering your progress, every veil that is covering your ascension, every veil that is covering your breakthrough, every veil that is covering your promotion, every veil that is covering your elevation, Bible says, I should tell you it will be taken away in the name of Jesus. I don't like your amen. By reason of the fact that you came to church today, the limiter, which is known as a veil, you are good, you have all the qualifications, but somehow you are not getting a job. Oh, you are the best lady. You have great manners, but somehow you are not getting a husband. You are a man, you've got everything, but somehow the wife is not coming. And it is the desire of your heart. I join my faith with yours this morning. And I declare that by the mercies of the living God, every veil that has been limiting you, grace assembly, it is torn today in the name of Jesus.
there that has been holding you back. You have been in the same position seven years. You have not been promoted. The people who met you there, they have overtaken you. I want to pray today that by the mercies of the living God, that veil is torn today in the name of Jesus. You will no longer remain stagnant. You will no longer remain stagnant. You have done everything that you know how to. But somehow you seem to be in the same position. It is a veil. Today it is removed. Today it is removed. In the name of Jesus. Verse 17. Give it to me. You can continue. Start with verse 17. It says, for the Lord is the spirit. And whenever the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? You know God wants you to prosper. But there is a veil that is holding you back. There is a chain that is holding you back. I declare freedom in grace assembly this morning in the name of I still don't like your amen. I said I declare freedom in grace assembly this morning in the name of Jesus. Because the spirit of God is where? Is here. I am quoting the Bible. Freedom, I declare today. You will no longer remain on the same spot. You will no longer remain in the same place. You have circled that mountain long enough. It is time for you to go north. I see promotion. I see elevation. I see prosperity. I see movement. I see progress. In the name of Jesus. Give me verse 18. Verse 18 of that same scripture. It says, for all of us who have had the veil removed can see and reflect what? The glory of the Lord. Stop there. Grace assembly, you will reflect the glory of God. In everything you do, you will reflect the glory of God. If you are not a candidate for this prayer, I want you to help me pray for your children. That all our children, wherever they are, in Nigeria and any part of the world, some of our children are in boarding house. They will reflect the glory of the Lord in the name of Jesus. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. They're going to ask me this morning, how do I tackle this challenge of recognition? I have been involved in a pitch that word came back to us that our work was the best. But somehow or the other, we didn't get the job. We didn't get the job. We put all our effort into it. And somehow or the other, somebody came from somewhere Maybe because of something somebody said about someone. Have you heard that before? A lady is about to get married. And somebody says something that is untrue about her. 
and all of a sudden the fiance turns back. Recognition. Recognition. So this morning, we are going to pray. You're going to ask me, how do we break it? We are going to take four quick prayer points that we are going to break it today. And it will broken forever in the name of Jesus. You are going to open your mouth and you are going to pray. The first prayer point is that every veil that is covering my recognition and glory, Lord, remove it in the name of Jesus. I can't pray for you. You pray for yourself. I want you to pray. Every veil, every veil, every veil that is covering my recognition, that is stopping people from recognizing who I am and what I am and what I can bring to the table, break it in the name of Jesus. Remove it in the name of Jesus. Every veil that is covering it, every veil, every veil that is covering it, break it in the name of Jesus. Uh, people of God, please pray now. Some of us have been in the same position for so long. Some of us, it's as if we didn't fail, we didn't pass. We are just in the same position. Bible says, it's the, my house shall be called the house of prayer. Why are you here if you are not praying for your breakthrough? Why are you here if you are not praying for your children's breakthrough? Why are you here if you are not praying for your family breakthrough? Open your mouth and pray. Any veil that is covering my glory, every veil that is not making me be recognized for who God has made me to be, tear it today. Tear it today. Cast it asunder in the name of Jesus. A veil is a limiter. Anything that is bearing my recognition, destroy today in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we're prayed. In Jesus' mighty name we're prayed. Pharaoh recognized Joseph's value. Nebuchadnezzar recognized Daniel's value. The king recognized Esther's value. Samuel recognized David. You are now going to pray. Anybody that needs to recognize me to fulfill my destiny, you will recognize me in the name of Jesus. I want you to begin to anybody, any king, anybody concerned with my destiny that needs to recognize my value to be what God has made me to be. Ah, God, you will the person you will recognize me. Ah, in the name of Jesus. Anybody that God has assigned, you need to recognize me for me to get access, access to something, access to greatness. Access to my manifestation from this moment, Lord, you will cause that person to recognize me in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Prayer point number three. Elisha recognized Elijah. Because even when Elijah told him to go back, he knew this is my destiny. 
Ali, you preached to us about destiny with Pastor Abi. Elisha recognized, even when Elijah told Elisha, he said, go back, stay here. He said, no, because he recognized his destiny maker. I want you to pray. Number three, anybody that I need to recognize for my destiny and purpose to be fulfilled, I will recognize in the name of Jesus. Divine recognition begin to pray. Anybody, any man, any woman, any king, whoever it is that I need to recognize for my destiny to be fulfilled, I will recognize in the name of Jesus. I want you to pray. Naaman did not recognize the man of God and he almost missed it. When they told him to go and take a bath in Jordan, he almost missed it. Some of us have missed it. Some of us are about to miss it. I want you to pray. Anybody that I need to recognize that is linked to my destiny, Father, open my eyes of understanding. Open my eyes of wisdom. Open my eyes of recognition. I will recognize that person. In the name of Jesus, I will not miss my destiny. I will not miss my purpose in the mighty name of Jesus. Anybody that I need to recognize so that my destiny can work, Father, I will recognize that thing. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Last prayer point. Last prayer point. Help me to recognize who I am in Christ Jesus. Without self-recognition, you can do nothing. If you don't recognize who you are in Christ, nothing. Hello? That's why when you, are, you come to Christ, we lead you in the prayer of faith. It is a personal thing. It is your self-conviction. You must know who you are in Christ. Who are you in Christ? You are more than a conqueror. You are bold. You are courageous. You are a victor. You are on top and you are not below. If there are circumstances that make you believe otherwise, it is not true. The truth of the matter is what God has made you to be. So, you are going to pray that from this moment onward, I am who I am in Christ Jesus. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. I am bold. I am strong. I am courageous. I'm a man of faith. I'm an achiever. Oh, I'm not a failure. I am not a mistake. Somebody has told you that you are a mistake. You are not a mistake. I am a child of God. I am an arrow in the hand of God. I refuse whatever some people have told me. I am great. In the sight of God. I am an achiever. I am old. I am strong and I am courageous. I am above my situation. Pray that I will not settle for less. I will not settle for less. In Jesus mighty name we pray. Heavenly Father, I stand in the gap 
for myself and for your people. And I pray that as many of us that have been operating from behind the veil, from this moment, that veil is torn in the name of Jesus. Like on the day of crucifixion, what happened? The veil in the temple was torn apart so that your glory can shine. I want to release everybody under the sound of my voice that from this moment onwards, because the veil has been torn in your lives, because there's recognition in your life, your glory will shine through them in the name of Jesus. Every man, every woman, every child, your glory will shine through in the name of Jesus. From this moment, you will enjoy instant recognition. Bible says, Potiphar recognized that God was with Joseph. From this moment onward, that glory of God that you shine, that is upon you, will shine through in the name of Jesus. I declare that even your enemies will have no choice but to recognize it. Your bosses will recognize it. The kings will recognize it. Your customers will recognize it. The nation will recognize it. The world will recognize it. The church of God will recognize it. I declare the angels will recognize it. The angels will recognize it. Grace Assembly, I release you into greatness. I release you into promotion. I release you into prosperity. I release you into elevation. From this moment onward till the end of the year, it will be testimonies galore in the name of Jesus. If you are the person I am speaking to, shout a big hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. That's the message on divine recognition.